Welcome to Reality, and you want to help people bite off one thing at a time, have success, get some confidence, and then have them coming back for more and more. That's called customer lifetime value. You don't want them to purchase once and be done. You want to have multiple products at different points of the journey. So get really clear, what problem does this product solve? And if you can answer that in one sentence, five to seven words, ideally, then boom, we're looking golden. Let's move on. From CEO School, it's Wine Down Wednesday. Pour yourself a drink and join us for CEO Happy Hour as we share the messy behind the scenes, straight talk, and real world advice to help you level up in leadership and life. Cheers. Friends, I have a treat for you today. We are talking all things product creation, which is my bread and butter. I think I counted a couple months ago as I was cleaning up my desk drive and I've created over 57 digital products um, over the past five years. I've also created physical products. I had a cold pressed juice company, physical meal plans. We are working on I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, but I'm going to. We're working on a planner right now. So the point is, I've made a couple of products, uh, some with massive success. We have six and seven figure products and some that nobody bought, not even my mom. And so I want to take you through, especially if you are a new entrepreneur or maybe you are an established entrepreneur, but you have this new idea that seems really left field and you're not sure if it's going to be the right direction for you or not, how to answer the question is it going to work, right? Because we are all, whether we like it or not, risk-averse humans. We are biologically created to be risk-averse. We are trying to protect ourselves, our identity, um, you know, going back to early times, doing things that were risky, you could die, right? So if you launch a new product that nobody buys, you're not going to die. (laughs) But our brain doesn't necessarily know the difference. And I guess it depends on the product. Don't, don't, create products that could be life or death. (laughs) But our brain doesn't necessarily know the difference, right? So we are trying to protect ourselves from shame, humiliation, you know, whatever it is. So how do we figure out, one of the questions I get the most often from people is, how do I know if it's going to work? I don't want to spend all this time, energy, money, resources. I have a new baby. I work a full-time job. I don't want to also spend every single waking moment creating something that nobody wants. It doesn't work out. So short answer, feel free to turn off the episode right after this. There is no magic formula. The only way to know if it's going to work is to try it, try it again, try it again differently. That's it. That's the secret formula. But with my years of experience creating all sorts of physical and digital products, there are a process that I personally go through and I want to share it with you. So here are the four questions, steps I would take to answer the question, is your product viable? So here's how to find out. Step number one, ask yourself, would you personally use this. Now, I remember one of the first products I created was a meal plan, and I spent a lot of time creating the grocery list, shopping lists. And I remember as I was making it going, I would never have the time to do this, but I know that this is going to be exactly what people need, which is just funny in hindsight. So no, it wasn't something I would use. I didn't think that it was 
super necessary to eat this ornately. And yet I was trying to sell a product that required, you know, a lot of time in the kitchen and meal prep for my clients. So hat in hindsight and in the future iterations of the product, I made really quick, easy things that were actually a reflection of the way I ate and the type of meal prep I did. So if you personally wouldn't use it, don't sell it. There are, of course, exceptions to this. You know, I remember finding out that the founder of Baby Center, uh, probably like a decade ago, whenever I was having young babies, was a single dude. So no, he wasn't using his own product, but he knew his stuff enough to hire people who did. But most of us are not in the VC game. We are small startups. Maybe you are getting VC funding. Don't create a product that doesn't solve a need that you have, because I do believe that you need to really deeply understand by having walked through the shoes and used it and know that this is something that is going to solve a need. Which brings us to number two, does it solve a problem? So you might be listening and thinking, well, but you know, I sell jewelry or like, I don't really solve a deep emotional need, but you actually do need to solve a problem. You need to meet a felt need, if not a direct need. So a felt need is something that you know, we feel a need to belong in a community. We feel a need to be seen or recognized when other people don't see and recognize us. So I want to give you an example. Uh, there's a jewelry company that I purchased from called Made by Mary. They make really beautiful pieces and they're really special pieces to, you know, like an honor of someone that you love. And so my sisters and I all have a beautiful necklace with my father's thumbprint on the back engraved that is solving a felt need of connection and belonging to me. Now, is that solving the same problem as my meal plans that were helping women lose weight and feel confident in their bodies? No, but it is solving a problem, a felt need. So you need to be able to say in one sentence what the transformation you're helping people to do with this problem is. What are you helping them to feel? What problem are you helping to solve? What transformation are you helping them to complete? And if you can't answer this really simply, then you need to go back and probably simplify your product. So one of the things I see happen a lot at this stage is especially new product creators, entrepreneurs, we want to solve all the problems at once right? So I'm going to use wellness again as an example, but I want to help them work out. I want to help them um, eat better. I want to help them meditate. You have probably heard this, but if you try to do everything at once, you'll do nothing, right? You need to bite off one thing at a time. And this is actually really great for business. So as you're creating different products, you want products that follow the full customer journey. So if someone is decides that, okay, I'm going to, you know, take control of my life and I'm going to take control of my health and I'm going to start by eating one healthy breakfast a day. Now, if you have a product that, and in fact, Simple Green Smoothies did this, did this phenomenally. I'm not sure if they still do, but you have a seven-day meal plan with smoothie recipes every single day. Okay. That person now has their foot in the door. They are able to spend a little bit of money with you, get some success, build some confidence. And now they might say, Hey, I actually want to start a workout program. Now I've added that habit. I'm doing amazing. Now I'm going to add a workout program. And so they purchase a workout program from you. And so you want to meet them where they are on their journey. So for example, in our company CEO school, we have products for every stage of the entrepreneurship journey, as well as different problems. So not there's not one 
product that you can purchase that will solve all your problems because it doesn't work that way. In life and in in business, you can't solve everything at, at once. And if you're listening to this and you're like, oh yeah, every time I try to go, all in it doesn't work out, then welcome to reality. And you want to help people bite off one thing at a time, have success, get some confidence, and then have them coming back for more and more. That's called customer lifetime value. You don't want them to purchase once and be done. You want to have multiple products at different points of the journey. So get really clear, what problem does this product solve? And if you can answer that in one sentence, five to seven words, ideally, then boom, we're looking golden. Let's move on. So number one, would you use it? Yes. Number two, does it solve a problem? And you can explain it in five to seven word transformation statement. Boom. Okay. Number three, would a friend be excited to get it for free? Okay. We all have free stuff that is like, maybe you have your drawer of just free stuff. I don't, I'm a minimalist. I hate stuff. I throw things away or I give them away. And I have been to a lot of conferences before the pandemic when we had in-person conferences. I feel like I have to keep saying that. It just seems like another lifetime ago where you're given all this free notepads and pens and pencils, but nobody really wants it. So just because it's free doesn't mean it has value. So if somebody's willing to actually test it and give you their other resources. So they're not exchanging money, but they're giving you energy. They are giving you their time to actually use your product. That's a good indicator that, hey, maybe there's something here. And so something that you can do is you can actually just gift it to some friends, gift your product to some friends and see if they use it. If they don't use it, then maybe it isn't fully solving that need for them. You know, if I gifted a friend a Peloton, guarantee if she was already committed to working out more and she was this ideal client, she would be so freaking stoked. Now, I don't have any friends that gift Pelotons. If you're that kind of friend, call me. Let's hang out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But really, if this is something that a friend would want to use for free, that's a good indicator that actually there might be something to this. All right. The fourth and final test we put every new product through, and this is, in my opinion, the most important thing. People will give you lip service all day long, right? They'll say, oh, it's such a great idea. I loved it. Thank you so much. But if they didn't actually have to get out their wallet, get out their hard-earned money and pay for it, then it's a whole different story. That's why the thing that we do with every single product we launch is actually a pre-sale. So we will actually put something out for sale before it is created or before it's fully created. We've got a physical product coming up and it's a longer process to make sure it's going to be ready for production. So we'll start pre-sale while we're halfway through production. With digital products like digital downloads, online courses, we always sell it first as, let me give you an example. I just hosted a live Reels bootcamp. It was a four-week Reels class. Every single week, we talked about a different part of your real strategy. So how to batch create content, how to create hooks, um, how to repurpose content, how to really grow your Instagram and your business using Reels. Before we went live with that product, I didn't create anything. I just said, hey, here's the checkout page. I'm going to be meeting you live every single week for four weeks. The minute that page went live, 
we started making sales and we knew, hey, this is going to be big. This is something that people want. It solves a problem. It has a clear transformation statement. I have friends that wanted it for free. I did give it to a couple of friends for free. And I knew that, hey, this was going to be something. And so from there, I hosted, I put all of my time and energy, four weeks, head down. I created the most phenomenal classes, everything that I'd learned about Reels. And I taught it live. After I taught it live, there were still people asking, how can I get in? I want this. And so that told us that not only did it work, but there was an additional need and desire for a recorded version, not just a live version. So after every single class, I created a recording of that lesson, put it in a membership area. My team did. I should give give credit. We've got a phenomenal team. Put this together, put it in a membership area, and now we're offering it as a course. What I didn't do is sit down and record a lesson every single week for six weeks before I launched it, even though I knew, I've done this quite a few times, I knew that this was probably going to be a successful product. But what I didn't know was exactly how people were going to use it, exactly what questions they were going to ask, exactly the needs and problems that they needed met. And so doing it live alongside them did two things for me. One, it proved that this was an idea people were willing to pay their money for, and it helped me to create a product that people are actually excited to come back to and continue to use, tell their friends about, that's going to continue to grow and serve more people down the line. This is actually a core component of our icon method process. We call it the Kickstarter process. If you've ever followed a Kickstarter campaign, the whole idea is people pay you money so that you can then go create the thing. It's the same idea. People are going to get out their wallets with a pre-sale checkout page, pay you for something that is coming at a future date and allows you to test and prove that, okay, this is something that I would personally use. It solves a problem, meets a felt need. My friends would be excited to get it for free. And people said they would pay for it or didn't say they would pay for it. They actually paid for it with their hard-earned money. And so I personally have like this rule of three when it comes to testing. So anytime I'll create a new product, I want to sell it three times to prove it works. So I want to sell the first what's called the MVP or minimally viable product, um, like the live Reels Bootcamp. And I want to see, hey, is this something people are excited about? If it works once, it could honestly be a fluke. It could be just timing and it's not something people want again and again. So I want to sell it again to make sure that this is something that really has scalability. You know, it's not just something, you know, the people I bought were going to buy and then it's done, right? If I can sell it again, then I know I'm really onto something and I start systemizing it. And then if I can sell it the third time, so what I mean by systemizing it, like I created the recordings of the classes and I put them in a membership area. So it wasn't me teaching live every time. So I took the components out of that minimally viable product and I systemize them. And then finally, once it's been sold a third time, we look to really spend all of our time and energy on marketing now. Um, We're always, we use a process called co-creation. If you want to learn more about this, we have a phenomenal free masterclass on the whole icon method, but we use a process called co-creation just like I did in the live reels bootcamp where I was getting feedback from people, finding out what questions they had, and then creating videos directly related to their questions. So you're able to create a great product 
alongside the people who want to buy this. And this works for every style of product. It's not just digital products. We did this same thing in our juice company. We tested flavors at the farmer's market. And if people liked it at the farmer's market and wanted it for free, then we would go ahead and make a small batch and test it one time. And if it sold out, then we would make it again. And so this is a really smart strategy to allow you to test the waters, ease into things, and avoid that fear of not just did I fail? Did nobody want it? Because yes, that's embarrassing. But again, like we established, you're not going to die. It's not embarrassing. It shouldn't be embarrassing. That can be hard for our egos to take, but you're not going to physically die, but you are going to lose time, money, precious resources that you will never get back. And so if you put things through this test, it's going to help you not only prove that, hey, this is a great product. I would love to use it. My friends would love to use it for free. It solves a immediate problem in society, in this human, in this ideal customer. And it's something that people have proved that they're going to pay for. Not only does it answer all those questions, you actually get paid to create the product. So instead of spending six months, eight months, a year creating in a vacuum, something you have no idea if anybody's even going to want, you're allowed to go from idea to market very quickly, sometimes in a matter of only a couple of weeks. The Reels Bootcamp was two weeks from idea to market. Our Icon Starter program that we launched in March during the pandemic was also 10 days from idea to market. And it can be really exhausting for you and your team to hustle and keep up on the other end. But once you have, someone's paid you for something, it creates that hustle and urgency and takes away a lot of that fear, right? So you don't have the same urgency to write the book, create the product when nobody's holding you accountable. And so what happens when there's that exchange of money, that first tested sale, one, you've proven that this is a viable idea, not necessarily a viable product yet because you still need to keep creating the minimally viable product, but you've proven it's a viable idea and you've also created urgency and accountability for you to actually create it. So I hope this is really helpful for you. This is how we've created every single one of our products at CEO school in my previous businesses. I think it's a phenomenal process because it allows you to not get in your head too much with ideas. Just put it out there, see if it works, see what people like and iterate and iterate quickly. Um, If you want to learn more about how to create digital products in particular using the icon method and the Kickstarter method, we would love to have you in our icon starter program. You can learn more at join.theceoschool.com. And we will see you next time on Wind Down Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Follow us at CEO School on Instagram for show notes, inspiration, and exclusive behind the scenes that you won't find anywhere else. We also have an absolutely incredible resource for you. It's the seven lessons we learned building million dollar businesses. These are complete game changers and we want to give it to you absolutely free. All you have to do is leave a review of the podcast why you love the show, screenshot the review and email it to hello at ceoschoolpodcast.com and we'll send it your way. This episode is brought to you by the Icon Method. If you're a service-based entrepreneur, a designer, nutritionist, photographer, educator, and you feel like the only way to make more is to work more, this is for you. The Icon Method is our proven playbook to win back your time with passive income. It stands for ideation, creation, 
optimization, and niche. Here's the deal. We love running big businesses, but don't believe that your business should run you. And there is a way that you can take your years of expertise and experience and turn it into six and seven figure programs that can change lives in your sleep. Our Icon alumni are running best-selling online courses, membership sites, and digital downloads across every industry imaginable. And we want to show you how to. If you've ever thought about launching a passive program, or maybe you're just curious what this could look like for you, go right now to ceoschoolpodcast.com slash icon. We have an incredible free guide taking you step-by-step through the whole process. This has been completely life-changing for so many women, and we want to invite you to dream bigger and expand your impact with this proven method. Again, that's ceoschoolpodcast.com slash icon.